Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle. I'm your host with Whistle Realty Group and EXP Realty in San Diego. Joined by Nick Stevel. What is that all you got? I, I expect say. like some big, like <laughs> grandiose entrance from you. Like, come on. Uh, what do you want? I mean, uh, Nick Steffel, ISA of two years here in the ISA department at just, Whistle Realty Group. Just Google Nick Steffel plane. Oh, like, there we just, go. Just see what you find. This guy's a celebrity. He's, he's, <laughs> he's been featured in many newspapers. Yep. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, kind of a big deal. Yeah, just, I mean, uh, he's pretty Google much an air marshal, like yep. undercover air marshal. Yeah. Are we, do, are we doing like a... 30 second story <laughs> no we, we don't well, i just want them to go googling just hang, see hang in the them. carrot all right yeah. last name steffel s-t-e-f-f-l yeah google it y'all let's see where it takes people let's see They're where it takes people. yeah 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 <laughs> cool well the goal of the show is to give you the, <laughs> the tools and techniques to go out and crush it in your business the way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us so if you ever have a question you want to have answered on the show you can always go to thewhistleway.com thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions on there, join our Facebook group, our referral network, and our email newsletter. Also subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel and get details on our Media Mayor Mastermind event, which we have an online version and we're in the works on a in-person event coming up in the very near future. So uh, thewhistleway.com. If you enjoy the show today, get a lot of value out of it. Uh, if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure to hook us up with a review on there. And if you are watching on YouTube, hit that little thumbs up button let YouTube know you're enjoying the show. Also, uh, make sure to hit subscribe and the little notification bell so you get notified of future episodes of the show. You got all of them. We got it. We got it all. We check, 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 check. check I was check, waiting check. for all of it. Yeah. I was waiting for the bell. You got the bell. <laughs> we got it. Cool. So, Nick, the people want to know. Yes. You're a badass. Oh, thank you. You set a shitload of buyer appointments. Absolutely. And so... Buyer leads are something that are very plentiful in the real estate industry. I yes. mean, you could literally pay anybody you want 500 bucks and they're going to go generate some leads for you. Mm-hmm. Where the quality falls, who knows? But buyer leads are, for all intents and purposes, a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. And one of the most common things that I hear people talk about is these leads suck, those leads suck, these suck, that sucks. Like, constantly people are talking about it and then we'll usually go into like okay well tell me about your follow-up plan and they'll be like well i mean the lead comes in and i call them and they tell me they don't want to do anything for six months like that's a shitty lead i, I want better leads right that's oh. a great lead actually. yeah that could be a like, great lead six months that's really soon right if you talk to a lender it could be even sooner yeah right they say six it is actually three maybe one and a half yeah. like if we see the right property it could be two weeks from now yeah so first thing I want to help reframe people's mindset. Cause I think a yep. lot of lead follow-up starts with mindset. So talk to me a little bit about the right mindset to maximize conversion with buyer leads. Great question. Um, I think it would be to manage your expectation and have, have my macro patience on all of it, because this is not real estate. If you're in it to, to close 20 deals in the next three weeks, go work somewhere else because this this isn't where it's going to happen. So I'd say the mindset is like, no one cares about you too. No one gives a shit who you are or how many deals you've closed or what you drive, you know, what anything like that. This is all about the customer. So it's not about like what you need to do in doing business and making deals close, la, la, la. This is all about you listening and like understanding what somebody's situation is. That's literally all you're trying to do is you're calling leads. So 
understand what their situation is, where they're trying to go, when do they want to do it, what obstacles might they be facing, can they do it, and just keep doing that over and over and over and over again. Yeah, it's very interesting because that's what people think, right? It's like, I'm just going to pay for these leads and all of a sudden I'm going to do all these deals. Like not realizing like the conversion cycle on different lead sources. I mean, if we talk about like the lowest hanging fruit, which right now are like live transfer leads. So Mm -hmm. this is where, you know, a lead came in and like OpCity or Zillow or Homelight or one of these companies nurtured this lead and like finally got to the point of leads like, I'm ready to talk to an agent, connect me with somebody who can show me the freaking house. Even those leads, if you're converting those at 8%, which means eight out of 100, you're doing very, very well. Mm -hmm. And those will convert within, you know, three to six months. But then you go to like a pay-per-click lead and people are frustrated that they're not converting immediately. Like those pay-per-click leads, those are going to be like six, 12, maybe 18 months out from from converting. Totally. And then you could go to like a social media lead, like a Facebook ad or Instagram ad. Those things are, you know, a year and a half, two, three years out from converting. So how do you like, cause I think agents, everybody just wants that immediate satisfaction, right? right. Like, I want to pay money, give me the leads and I'm going to go convert them. How the hell do you like grasp? Well, you mean I got to follow up for two years before somebody's going to do something? Like, how do you accept that? Like that, I think that's something mm. I watch agents struggle with all the time that it's okay that it's going to take two years. Like understand how to build a pipeline. Cause I think when I watch you and the, the whole team, you guys understand pipelines. Mm-hmm. And I think this is something agents struggle with. So talk to me how you kind of look at that. Yeah, the pipeline, it's just, you know, if you do have a really, really hot lead that's, oh man, we do. If we find the right property, we want to be moved in in a month. Awesome. Let's focus on working on that. And then you have someone, oh yeah, two years from now, we're going to move to Dallas. We need to sell our house. Great. I'll call you in nine months, a year, like whatever you have to do, like whatever the plan is. I mean, if you can't afford it, definitely hire on an ISA department because, your job as an agent, if you're an agent, like you're saying, your job is to meet with clients who are a a bit hotter. Like they're further down in the pipeline. Like they're ready, they're ready to go. They're going to be ready to go pretty soon. So do that. And then if you have, if you don't have an ISA department, just prepare that for yourself. Like expect that some people, it doesn't matter that they have to move in three years. Again, like it's not about you. This is about their situation. We need to move in three years for X, Y, Z reason. Okay, great. In three years, let's do that. Move on. Got it. So when you guys are taking leads, you guys are working a lot of pay-per-click leads as one of the primary lead sources you guys get. Um, You guys are getting website registration leads. You guys are doing a little bit of social media leads, not a whole lot. When you get on with leads that have almost, there's almost an expectation that they're going to be long-term. These are going to be 12 plus month out leads. When you go into that call, what's your goal on that initial phone call with a, with a mm. brand new, and we'll call these a raw lead, meaning they've never spoken to anybody. Yeah. Um, they haven't engaged with text or emails or anything. They just went on a website and registered, whether it was on our website or whether it was on Facebook or whatever the case is. They've registered. Mm. That's it. You've never spoken to them. Nobody's spoken to them. Like when you're going into that conversation, what's the goal? Just understand. Just get a feel for what's going on. Like what? Uh, you- Okay, so you're kind of interested in, in moving. What's the reason? What has you looking to move? And then, oh, cool, cool. So you're looking to maybe move to New York someday. That sounds like a lot of fun. When would be the, the ideal time to move to New York? One year from now. Great. And then um, and then just go through the, like everything you need to know. Qualify. Where, when, why, and money. Those are the top, top four. Like if you know those, you know most of the information that you need to know that most people aren't doing, too. 
I really think that that's a, a huge mistake. Like people are too afraid to ask more and more questions. Like they just right. feel awkward about the whole conversation. And it's like, well, why, why we're helping? Like you can't help if you don't understand what's going on. So ask the questions, ask questions that you might think would be uncomfortable. You'll be very surprised, especially money. I ask money questions all the time. How often do I get resistance? Almost never. And like these are people I've barely talked to. Like I've, we don't even know each other, but because like, I, I don't know if it's the, the aura or it's just the confidence that you come on the phone with or the fact that this isn't weird. I'm not asking any weird questions right now. Right. I just need to know this information so I can understand what your situation is and, and help you get there. Yeah. I mean, think about when you go to buy a car, you walk in and what's one of the first questions they ask is like, oh, where would you like your payment to be? Like they mm -hmm. ask yeah. that on the regular. Like Absolutely. when's the last time anybody's gone to a car dealership and not been asked <coughs> that question, right? Or are you going to need financing? Are you mm -hmm. going to be paying cash? Like that's expected yeah. when you go to a car dealership. Why should it not be expected when you go to a all intents and purposes house dealership? Like, mm -hmm. why should it be any different, right? Yeah. Like, it's interesting um, that people take that approach. They're so scared to ask the question, and yeah. then you end up on you know some worthless appointments where yes, you've exactly. got the the person waiting on. We have this one the the, the epic Todd Gloria call. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the most epic. I would love to share this with people, but I don't think it's legal to share this recorded call. Right. But I mean, this guy's talking about, he's got like two lawsuits pending. It's like one of them is with Ikea for like a billion and a half. And then there's another one with like somebody else. And then he, once he gets all this money, he's going to buy a house in Hillcrest and have sex with the mayor in this house. Like it was just, it was hilarious. You love like, to see it. Oh, that call. I, anytime I'm having a bad day, I just play that call. Like I have that pinned in the top of our group. Just so like anytime you have a bad day, just go play oh the Todd gosh. Gloria call. Good um, times. Yes, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. So the the thing is there's those leads. Like ask some questions. It's okay yeah. to ask some of these questions. And I think the thing that people uh, worry about is offending people. Now, maybe you don't have to do it on the first call. Maybe you have the first call, you set the appointment. And then before you go on the appointment, you can have a follow-up call. Yes. And you could ask some more qualifying questions. I know... I've gotten on calls and I'm on the road, I'm distracted, I'm with my kid or my, my wife and I just take a quick call because mm -hmm. I don't know who's calling. It's a random number. Like I'm going to take it and I'm going to get in a call and I'm going to get an appointment and, and I have good rapport, but I didn't have anything to write on. I wasn't in the right situation. So I didn't get to ask all the questions. There's nothing wrong with following up between yeah. the initial call and the appointment and asking some more questions. Yes. Like there's yes. nothing wrong with that. Yes. So Especially for the live transfers, like on role play. I try to do that all the time. Like, all right, we're doing this live transfer call. And then immediately after that, let's do a follow-up call. Like, Oh, Hey, I was just curious. I want to ask you a couple more questions for you guys. Tell yeah. me X, Y, Z. That way you get a full, because the last thing I want to do personally as an ISA is set someone up with someone who's super unqualified. What's the easiest way to do that? Not asking anything about money. Oh, you want to see this house? Cool. Let's do it. And then an agent meets up with them. They take two hours out of their day to drive way out of their way, get the property ready. The client's 15 minutes late. They meet with a client. They show the property. They have some chit chat. And then they realize this person's unemployed. Like they're looking for section eight housing, whatever it might be. Like, why did we meet with this person? Like that's so much time out of that person, that agent's day out of their life when we could have taken five minutes 
to fully understand what was going on and say, actually, let's have you, let's get a little bit more planned with a lender and like something, do something that's a little bit more appropriate for the situation. Not that I would say that over the phone, but someone who's actually going to be able to help you a lot more than an agent would at this point, because we're not at that stage yet. For sure. Yeah. When I see the, the level of notes that you guys get when you do set an appointment, like there's times where somebody calls into me and I'll set an appointment for one of our agents and I'll write notes. And then I look at like, <laughs> my notes are like, I'm happy if I get like four sentences. Right. You guys get like four paragraphs worth of notes. Like it's, it's truly amazing. But I think that goes because you, that works because you guys ask a lot of really good questions. Yes. You're able to uncover a lot. So what are some of the key questions? You've talked about like the what, where, when, why, all of that. Mm -hmm. What are like, give us some of the actual scripts, some of the, the specific questions you're asking to get people to elaborate. Because I think far too often agents get so focused on like, got the appointment, nailed it, good, I'm done, check, and they move on. Mm -hmm. But then they go meet with a person, there's no connection because they never found the motivation. Yes. So what are some of the questions you're asking to get that what, where, when, why motivation type stuff out of something? Yeah, we've had some really good um, resources that we've used and even coaches we've used. So, um, you know, Chris had Anna Kruger as a coach for a long time back in the day when he was an ISA. So shout out to Anna Kruger for like literally just Dutch watching her YouTube videos has done a lot. Uh, Marty McSweeney up in Ottawa has like been a huge resource for me and helped me through some of these things as well. Um, so, and then of course, Rachel, like leading all this and, and getting you reach resources for us as well. Our, uh, our lead department, our department lead, um, helping us out through that. So I would say the first question is like, you know, as you're opening it up, Hey, saw so you looking at some property online, calling to see what your current situation is. That's it. Silence. And then they, they dig into it. Then if they're trying to get off the phone with you, um, you know, they say, Oh, I got to go right now. Like I got a meeting and, and we'll just say, Hey, real quick, like 20 seconds or less. What had you interested in moving in the next year or so? Let them talk. And then you might talk for 15 minutes after that because, like, if they That was really, just their natural defense. That was their natural yeah. defense. Like, they have more to say. They just don't want to talk to a realtor right now or talk to whoever. But once you get into their reason for why they want to do something, now we get the ball rolling. After that, you want to get what their, their timeline is. Then you want to get where they're trying to go. Again, why do they want to do that? Um, and then very, again, very, very importantly, all the questions about money. If you realize, okay, they have a good motivation, they have a decent timeline. Are we, can we do it? If they own property, like, do they have a lot of equity in the property? Yes. Cool. I have no more questions for you about money. Um, if they're a buyer and they are pre-approved and you know, it's at least 5% down and this, 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 I have no more questions for you. Great. We're good on money. But when it comes to like, Hey, we haven't talked to a lender ever. Then I'll say, cool, like, what do you want to pay monthly on this? Uh, what's credit score looking like? And never saying, what's your credit score? But what's the credit score? Like, yeah. make it as impersonable as possible. Just, yeah. what, ah, what would you say? What's the credit score right now? Then you go down the line. Credit score, debt right now for everything. Medical bills, uh, car payments, uh, student loans, credit cards, all that stuff. Um, and then on top of that, annual income, that's the big one. Annual income and credit score, that's probably the biggest one of them all. So I kind of have that whole list prepared for myself, and I'll share that tool a little later in the in the episode where it just pops up my script basically right there for me so I don't forget anything, um, all these finance things. So then once that's set, once I got all that stuff, then I'm like, all right, cool. This person is super qualified. Let's get them, even if they're like further down the line, your situation's great. Let's get you together with my partner, AJ. Let's get you, or let's get you together with uh, Adrian, or let's get you with Clayton. Let's get you all um, set up and get a game plan going. Love that. What are some of the questions that help you get the why? Because I think the why is the most important. 
Mm. Are there any, you know, specific things that you've said that just seem to really resonate with people or that consistently like get a lot of info out of somebody? Yeah. Especially if they're kind of like beating around the bush with it after I've asked it a couple of times, it's like, oh, well, a lot of people have a lot of different reasons for, for owning property. And I might, I try to not give them too many resources and that's kind of like my Hail Mary. You don't want to give them reasons and then they'll just pair it after you. Um, but if it gets to that point, it's like some people just want to like start getting equity. They want to stop paying rent. They want to move to a different area. They want a bigger house for you guys. Like what would be like one or two really big reasons for wanting to move? Okay. Yeah. Anytime you can avoid the actual word of why yep. like that word, horrible word, horrible, 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 word. horrible word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tell me more. Great. Mm-hmm. I love tell me more. That's like my favorite thing. People are like, yeah, we just want to get this out. Oh, cool. Tell me more. Oh, oh that sounds fantastic. Tell me more about that whoa, tell me more. <laughs> like, it's so funny how you can get people going and mm-hmm. just tell me more. Tell me those three words. Like, it's amazing how much you can get people to talk and they just keep going. And then you think they're done. And you're like, tell me more. And they just keep going. Oh, wow. Tell me more about that. Yeah. Keep going. Like, it's so powerful. And mm-hmm. like, I learned uh, Joe Stumpf, uh, awesome coach out there in the real estate space. I went to one of his events a long time ago and he talked about like, you got to get past the like one, two and three level like objections and motivations, like get a little bit deeper when somebody's like, yeah, I want to buy a house. Okay. And then it's like, oh, well, what has you thinking about buying a house? Well, you know, I'm, I want to buy something for my family. Like nobody in my family's ever owned a home before. Cool. And then go into like, I'm the first one, you know, that's ever made it to college and, and my parents passed away and I was, you know, raised as a, um, you know, in a broken family. And then I was adopted and all this stuff. And you're like, holy shit. Like now you really get deep with somebody. Yes. And now when you connect on that, like deep level, it's amazing. They, cause anytime you get somebody to talk that much and they share that deeper stuff, like the bond is there, right? Because before they work with you, they got to know, like, and trust you. Mm. If they're sharing that there's, there's a level of trust that mm-hmm. goes in it. And some people just like to tell their story. They've never actually been like asked these questions. Everybody yes. just stops at level one or two when you just get them going it's amazing what happens. Mm-hmm. And I'd say take the time to like to try to, I think one obstacle that I present in front of myself is that I'm trying to like, oh, let's let's go, let's get to the next person to talk to and the next person to talk to, but really just take an extra like four minutes or whatever it might take in that conversation, especially again, if that person's qualified, um, because you don't want to talk to everybody. Like that, that one thing I have written up on my wall, it's like not everyone is deserving of your time. You need to talk to the people that you need to talk to. Lord knows you could talk to anybody. I can, <laughs> yeah, I can talk to anybody, yeah. but that's not going to serve everybody. Even naked guys so. on planes, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> Google my name. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's the biggest thing is is doing that. But that's an, that's an obstacle, again, is like, oh, man, I got to talk to all these different people. But once you get them on the line, like if you're dialing, if you're an ISA or an agent and you're just dialing for hours, once you get somebody on the line and they're qualified – take the time to talk to him. Like I had a great one, you know, I just um, sent a referral out um, for a guy who's about to sell in San Jose and move here. And he's talking about all this, all this stuff, you know, about his family and and about the property and this and this and this. And that comes from not being rushed through the conversation. Cause I could have ended that conversation five minutes earlier, but then he just kept going and kept going and kept going. So like, that's a gift, you know, it's a gift when people want to keep talking because you're, you're on the phone to talk to people. So if For they're sure. willing to share these things, just slow down, take the time, bring silence to the table and let them talk more. So here's a question that was asked recently was if you're on a call with a lead engaged in a conversation and another lead calls coming in, what do you do? Ooh, so man, I feel like I have so much to say about this. 
our system now is actually preventing us from answering new leads, which is tough for me because if it's if I know it's not a good lead, I do want to end that conversation. Yeah. So like, oh, so that's I'm curious your thoughts on that one because I do want to be like, all right, Joe, sounds good. Well, if you need anything from me, let me know. I'll text you my info. Click, and then on to the next one. Like that's what I want to do, um, especially if I know that person's very unqualified. That's what I want to do. What are your thoughts on that? I think the system does what I want it to do, <laughs> which is you never leave a good conversation in hopes of getting into a good conversation, right? If you're engaged with somebody, you don't want to leave that. Just like we do open houses is a big thing for us. Like if I'm hosting an open house mm -hmm. and I'm locked in with somebody and I'm engaged, yes. like I'm not going to bounce the person. Like I got a good lead. Yes. I'm in a good conversation. I'm not going to be like, Hey, I know we're vibing, but like, there's that guy over there. I'm gonna go talk to him real quick. Like, you wouldn't do that, right? right? I so, did that though when I was an agent. It was yeah. such a bad move. Like, <laughs> what do you know? Like, things didn't go super well with some of these leads. But yeah, if you lock in with that person, yeah, if you're vibing, like, don't leave a good conversation hoping yeah. to find a good conversation. Like, that's that's this whole goal is to like get in good conversation with people. Don't leave it. You've already you've already accomplished the mission. You've gotten into a good conversation. Don't leave it. For sure. It. Cool. What are some other tips you wanted to share today? Um, I'd say, yeah, honestly, the silence is just so, 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 so golden. Just, just learn to shut up. Yeah. Which is now, if you guys haven't noticed, Nick likes to talk. Nick's got a big personality, a lot of energy, but what I've seen him do as good as, if not better than anybody is just shut the fuck up mm -hmm. and just allow the awkward pause, like this awkward silence. It's almost like a game of like chicken. Like who's, oh, it's the most who's fun gonna swear first? Chickens. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. So what? What's like one or two scenarios where you use the hard pause? Anything, like any time. If you feel like someone just hasn't given you enough info, like if they haven't given me an answer that satisfies me. And I like I'll, I, it's multiple times. I just hang out on the line until they hang up on me too. It happens. Not saying that that's the ideal situation. It happened this morning. What do you know? But uh, I'd say that's the biggest one. If they're just like not elaborating. Yeah. And then of course, if they're if they're taking a super super long time and they're still there, then you want to mirror them. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, we're just waiting another year. Pause. 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 Waiting another year, and then try to have them elaborate from there. So that's another great tool. Kevin yeah. Waters has been doing a bang up job on that lately like he's yeah. super good at mirroring and um and labeling things but uh that that's a big one um and the then hard pause just before you move on from that one is mm -hmm. the the biggest value in it is that it makes you listen better because where i see agents especially newer agents that are very eager and antsy is they're not actually listening like somebody's answering the freaking question and they're queuing up the next question before they hear the answer and so they're like somebody's talking, they're hearing, but they're not listening. And as soon as the person's done, they're jumping in with the next question, which actually tells the the client, you didn't listen to what they just said. You just jumped, like they just went here and you went there, like two totally different places. Like you gotta listen, you can't like, yes, having a script is like, it's good. It'll help you keep you on track. Make sure you ask the questions you need to, but it's not like always a straight line. Like these conversations are gonna zigzag all over the place, but the script helps you zig back on track where you get off track, cool, it's okay to go off track to a certain extent, and then the script will help bring you back on track. Mm -hmm. um, but so don't be afraid to go off track with people. Like, yeah, you might have, whether it's LP Mom or ALMS or whatever script you're using, like those are great. Those give you a general framework. 
but you can deviate. You could go off track. It's okay. Totally. Just, just come back on track eventually. Understand that you're off track, but know where you need to come back in at. Yeah, and don't let them don't let them steer it too. If they're asking just like a ton of ridiculous questions, or you know, you got a super high I personality that's just talking about everything that has nothing to do with real estate, then you gotta like gotta really be. bring it back, or else you gotta like move on to the next person because it, it happens. We've all been there with yeah. that kind of that kind of person. Um, you have a script for getting the crazy person off the line. Oh. <sighs> Gosh, um, <laughs> for getting a crazy person off the line, I'd probably, I'd probably just like sometimes you just gotta say, hey, I gotta head into a meeting in, in the next few minutes, but hey, really good talking with you. If you need anything, I'll send you my contact info, and looking forward to talking in the future. Whatever, like whatever questions you have, I'll be a resource for you. But I'd say that's the one. You, you hate getting those calls, but uh, or or it's just like or it's just cutting them off, like just kind of being rude sometimes. I mean. Like, yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Love that about the dog or whatever they're talking about. Let's cre- let's bring it back to whatever we were talking about, the area you're looking at, and bring yeah. it back that way. Um, but when it comes to oh, we were talking about the silence. Um, oh, another thing you were saying like antsy new realtors, or they'll be like really excited. They'll kind of cut people off and start talking about that thing that the customer was talking about, but they weren't done saying what they were saying. Like if you just just be quiet and let them just fully run out of steam with what they were going to say, they'll probably answer the question you were going to answer anyways. Yeah. Love that. That you wanted to be answered anyways. Okay. Yeah. Any other tips before we uh, wrap up? Oh man. I feel like there's, I feel like there's so much I want to share right now. Mm. Oh, be the driver. I think that's the biggest thing. That's what like really increased my numbers this last year and has made it like the best year ever is just like, know that you are the authority, you're the expert and you're the driver here. We're not recommending things. We're saying this is the next step and this is what we're doing to people. We're not asking, hey, can we maybe do like a maybe like a listing um, meeting or, or maybe we could do like a consult of some sort? Like, no, we're not asking anything. Like, we're just saying, hey, cool. Next thing, next step is we're going to do this. You know, mornings or afternoons are those best for you. And then you're moving on from there. Like, just be the driver. Otherwise, you're just going to get pummeled out there, and that's not a good time. So just know that. Know that. Just be the driver in this. We're, we're setting up the next steps. We're setting appointments, and we're, we're telling people what's going to happen next. We're not asking what's going to happen next. Love it. Good stuff, too. All right. Well, hopefully you guys got some value out of the show today. If you did, if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure to hook us up with a review on there so more people can get to uh, enjoy this content. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up so YouTube knows you're enjoying it. Also hit the uh, little subscribe button and notification bell so you get updated of future episodes of the show. Uh, We are going to dive into our widget of the week. Hopefully you're prepared for it. I am. I sure am. Good, good. Uh, before we do, if you have a question you want to have answered on a future episode of the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com, ask us questions, subscribe to the podcast YouTube channel, join the referral network email newsletter, and get details on our Media Mayor Mastermind video course where we'll teach you everything we've learned over the last seven plus years of cranking out thousands of videos together. As we wrap up, want to share our widget of the week. This is something we utilize in our business. It saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. What do you got for us? Oh, this week we have the the tool that I never shut up about, and that is Text Expander, which is <laughs> phenomenal. Saves so, so, so much time. I'm trying to recruit as many converts as I can over to the, the Text Expander way just because there are probably so many things that you type in over and over and over and over again 
And I remember myself when I would do this, let's say if it was some kind of a, some kind of a template or my name or email address, whatever, those days are behind you if you use Text Expander. So with Text Expander, you basically just save a shortcut, kind of like you do in your iPhone. You say, you know, uh, TTYL, talk to you later. You do the exact same thing in Text Expander. So all these different things, for example, my buyer script, my giant buyer script, my seller script, my enormous seller script. When I'm on the computer and I'm talking to someone, I click in four letters and everything pops up in front of me like magic. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I'm not searching for certain documents. I'm literally typing in the same letters that I type in every single day and it saves me hours, if not days throughout the year. It's phenomenal. Love it. I'm going to share one. I might've shared this before. So if I'm regurgitating it, I'm sorry, but we've done like a hundred plus episodes <laughs> of this. And sometimes you're Late just going to repeat some stuff. So um, self-included, a lot of us have trouble with grammar. We, just don't use proper grammar. Um, we're commonly misspelling things or we don't know when to do a hyphen or a semicolon or you know what's the right word to use in different scenarios. There's a service called Grammarly, uh, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y. There's a free version and a paid version, but Grammarly will just, right inside of Google Chrome, will just help you every time you screw something up with your grammar, it'll underline it and it'll tell you like, hey, you screwed this up. And then it'll even recommend like how to fix it. So if you're somebody who struggles with using proper grammar, you got to get Grammarly. It's freaking free and it works amazingly well and it will help your emails be much better for clients because I know when somebody sends me something that doesn't have proper grammar, I might question, you know, the skill set of that person. Um, so anything you can do to improve your grammar is going to help you improve your conversion rate with your leads. So that's what I got. Well, Nick, it's been fun, dude. I appreciate you joining us today and appreciate everybody tuning in. Thanks so much for tuning in this episode of the Whistle Wave podcast. Adios.